It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Clock Show. Thanks for uh, joining us on our journey today. We're going to learn a lot of stuff about a lot of stuff, including my favorite uh, my favorite headline. We'll get to that uh, in a second. We'll actually start the podcast with it. Uh, what else are we going to learn today? Uh, how much time do you spend? Uh, how long does it take you to poop? It depends. Researchers have looked at all the mammals on planet Earth and found the average time it takes a mammal to poop. We are wasting a lot of time. Uh, We're also going to find out how not to be an arrogant jerk. We're going to find out what do people prefer most. What do they want to do most after sex? And we're going to find out, uh, oh, from a female perspective. Oh, Jante. What does sex feel like when you have a vagina, Warren? Uh, I will tell you this, this offers a lot of insight into uh, boys and girls in the bedroom, and it appears boys have a lot more work to do than they are currently doing right now. Oh, boy. There's a a second part-time job you're going to need to pick up in the bedroom if you want to make your lady happy. And they're going to find the worst person on the planet. Uh, Not that this person did anything wrong, but the fact that we now know that this is a possibility and it's his fault, it makes him a bad person. So we'll get to that uh, shortly. Let's begin with the funniest headline I've seen in a very, very long time. This is from Men's Health Magazine, and then we'll dive down into, we'll get into the numbers and the dirty details. Spit roasting isn't just for porn stars, Warren. Here's how to do it. It is the ultimate guide to spit roasting your lady. (laughs) Hey, you know what? When you really want to, I know Valentine's Day was just a couple of weeks back, but you really want to treat her a blower mind, tear up for a good spit roasting. You want to put her on a stick, do (laughs) you? Well, here's the guide. What's the old saying? Two's company, three's a crowd. But if you're into spit roasting, you obviously know that that's untrue. That three is the perfect number of people uh, to all be fucking at the same time. Is that something women are into? Or is it just something that like just happens in porno? You're like, how can we fit another guy into this scene? I didn't. I can't imagine a woman sitting back like, you know it would be great? Getting fucked on both ends at the same time. Here we go. According to the Kinsey Institute. It's an institute, so they know what they're talking about. Americans. They asked Americans about their sexual fantasies. For the book, Tell Me What You Want, a researcher found that 89% of people have fantasized about having a threesome. It is the most common sexual fantasy. And they say those numbers, 89%, those numbers, 89%, are still growing. According to Pornhub, the 2021 year in review, searches for threesome grew 40% worldwide. It's the sixth most popular term searched in the U.S. Well, if those numbers bear themselves out, then we should be getting th- we should get hooked up with threesomes all the time. It should be a fairly common occurrence. So if you're a fan of watching threesome porn, you know there are, there's a lot where there are two dicks, one, two dicks involved. One of the classic threesome positions is the spit roast. (laughs) A.K.A. the Eiffel Tower. Spit roasting describes a threesome where the receiving partner is being penetrated both orally orally and either anally or vaginally at the same time. 
That doesn't happen. The position gets its name from the pig or any animal that you spit roast <laughs> over a fire with hey, poles at both ends. Hey, doing something to a woman and describing it as something that's also doing to a pig is probably not a great way to shine it up. This is how we cook meat <laughs> at the campfire. Next time you're in a roast, you're like, you get any ideas? Uh, traditionally, the spit roasting is done with two men and one woman. Uh, says a sex educator, however, you can do a spit roast with folks of any genders, thanks to dildos and strap-ons, says Rachel Wright. So you got some questions about spit roasting, huh? Well, here's everything you need to know, according to the sex educators and uh, the pros. They say, is it the same position as the Eiffel Tower? Well, it's similar. I think the Eiffel Tower, they high-five over yeah, the top. The two penetrating partners high-five. Which seems like a super weird thing to do. Or they say holding hands to make a tower-like shape <laughs> over the female. And I thought slapping hands was weird. Yeah. Now, now hold my hand, fella. Right. Do we interlock fingers when we hold hands, or how do we do this? Uh, so, yeah, it's similar to the Eiffel Tower. Uh, do... What do people find arousing about being spit roasted? <laughs> um, Ashley Olson, uh, April Olson, who is a, a film star, says the overwhelming pleasure of the spit roast is where it's at. <laughs> There's got to be a sexier name for it than that. She says it's often quite pleasurable having a dick in your mouth while receiving a dick in the ass. Whoa. Both of those sound terrible. <laughs> hey, you know what? She knows what she likes, though. Sometimes it's about your senses being overloaded, she says. You know, overloaded with dick. And it makes the experience kind of explosive, she says. Some people like that it's all about them, that they're in the... Oh, man. Here you go. Here's how you sell it. They're the meat in the middle of that aggressive sandwich. Whoa. Yeah, she says there's something about, oh, another uh, film star says it's about being the center of attention, which is comp- also being completely dominated is what turns me on. What should you do before you get spit roasted? These are most the, uh, you know, the frequently asked questions about spit roasting. Like if you went to the spit roasting website, at the, it would say, you know, uh, frequently, you know, frequently asked, asked questions. questions, you click here, and then these are the questions that everyone is asking about it. What should you do before you get spit roasted? Um, I'm going to guess shower, probably be clean. Recommend that you tell your partners directly how fast you want it, how deep, how romantic, or oh. how plain nasty you want them to treat you. Let them know what you don't want. Uh, nine out of ten, I'm going to say that's butt stuff, yeah. probably. Yep. You need to establish a safe word in case things get too heated, they say. Well, how could she say anything? Her mouth's full. Oh, here you go. Here's an insider tip. Before you put your mouth on anyone's penis, keep this, keep, pay attention, Warren. Proper <laughs> lubrication. Uh. Oh, it says use biotin dry mouth spray. Proper lubrica- lubrication, even the mouth hole, there's, is there's, everything when it comes to rigorous play sessions. There's dry mouth spray? I guess. You need to keep things slippery. All I do is like think about brownies, and then that would probably, oh. you know, that would kick everything in. Like, I'd be oh. like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, milk and cookies. A hoagie. A turkey sandwich. Oh, yeah, that sounds good right now. A nice cold Coke on a hot summer day. Oh, yeah. They say you need to keep things slippery, and the extra spit in your mouth from the biotin spray will help facilitate uh, facilitate the penis to the back of your throat, if, if that's your thing. 
Every it, day we go home from this podcast, I think fucking stupid me. I'm not into weird stuff like this. What are some other tips for making spit roasting more pleasurable? Here's their list, again, from the frequently asked questions from, you know, roastthatspit.com. You don't need to blow them the entire time, they say. Ah, only partially spit roasting. Oh, here you go. Once again, another uh, Spencer Bradley. He's an adult film star, I guess. It says, if you're getting fucked hard one moment, you can't suck a dick properly. <laughs> Just grab it and jerk it and talk dirty. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> so how was work today? What'd you do? <laughs> How do you make it more pleasurable? Find a rhythm, they say. If the two penetrators are offbeat, it can create an uncomfortable experience for the person in the middle. That's yeah, why you... they recommend that the person in the back thrust while the person in the front stays still. Let the momentum do the work. Oh, okay. I was going to say, what if you go like, you're back and forth like one of those perpetual motion machines, like... One's out, the other one's in, and back and forth like, yeah. you're, like you're sawing a piece of wood. Yeah, you're like, you keep bonking my forehead. <laughs> I don't like this at all. They say, ditch the bed. A king-size bed is great for fitting multiple people, but my personal favorite for the spit roast is the massage table. It's the perfect height for both the guys to do it while standing up. Oh, and she also says, I bet you can convince one of the guys to give you a shoulder massage, shoulder massage while he's thrusting away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Another piece of advice, if you're into the spit roast, uh, let the lube flow freely, they say. Especially if you're doing the butt stuff. They say this is true when you're being spit roasted. Even if you're sticking with vaginal penetration, having a water-based lube nearby is a great idea. The final piece of advice for you to make the spit roasting pleasurable, uh, use a sex pillow or a wedge. Oh, you mean like a nine iron? <laughs> Drastic weight uh, height differences can be a hindrance when spit roasting. Oh, okay. You got y'all got to be. You know, you everything's got to line up. We laugh on this podcast all the time how awkward it is to bring up some stuff that you're into to your wife. How awkward it must be for your wife to be like, you know, what I was thinking. She's in a hog roast. You ever thought yeah. about spit roasting? I'm like, can't you just put an apple in your mouth? Wouldn't that be enough? <laughs> I'll put you. In, I'll dig. I'll dig out some of the ground for you. Put some coals down. Why does it have to be a dick? Can't can you put something else like a, like a pineapple or something? Why has it got to be a dick? No, but there's got to be, like, some woman has to have brought it up. Like, it's not the kind of thing that just happens organically, is it? I imagine it exactly happens organically. Uh, they say use a wedge or a, speci a specific sex pillow to adjust the height of the person in the middle who's being penetrated. So there you go. There's a lot of moving parts there to that spit roasting. We're now all experts, so, you know. I'm glad, because one day if I find myself in this position, I'm not going to seem like the you know inexperienced man in the room. Right. You're like, fellas, can't I just put an apple <laughs> in my mouth? Why does it have to be a dick? <laughs> uh, tell my wife, I'm just spit roasting, but not with you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can help me put this together and then, you know, fucking beat it. <laughs> you see, in my vision, I'm the ham. <laughs> This is a great job. Researchers at Georgia Tech, they studied all the mammals, including human beings. What is the average amount of time it takes a mammal to poop? 
Um, I'm going to say we're the ones that are lowering the curve because anytime you've seen an animal take a dump, it's a fairly quick ordeal. Like a dog will just squat one, two, three, it's yeah, done. Because they're vulnerable and they don't have phones. Yeah. yeah, a cat will do that like real quick and they bury it. A, a, a human being is in there for like 48 minutes. Why were you in there for so long? I was pooping. Leave me alone. Yeah, the dog's not like, oh, where's my phone? I'm not going to go in there and read shampoo bottles. I need my phone. I can't clear my alerts. Sit here, take a dump. Nine, uh, 12 seconds. That's how long it takes the average mammal. That's it. 12 seconds. Poop. Done. Over. Out. Well, I think if you take the amount of actual shitting you do minus the amount of time you spend in there, you're probably pretty close. I mean, none of us are in the bathroom for 45 minutes constantly dumping. No. <laughs> Could you imagine if hey, you were? If I'm you... on my third flush. My God. If you are, you're going to walk out of there like a starving child. You're like, I don't know what happened. I was in there for 41 minutes dumping the entire time. You're going to have a big round belly and flies in your eyes. The shit got so high it touched me. Were you pooping the whole time? I was. Unsightly. It's terrible. Or you're just in there the entire time struggling with one big girthy monster. <laughs> All right, so what does it feel like? You've been shitting for 45 minutes. Incorrect. I've been shitting for three minutes, sitting for 48. <laughs> yeah, it was 12 seconds with about 47 minutes extra. All right. All right. What does it feel like from the vagina's point of view when you're having sex? They ask women. I guess I've never even considered this before, which is probably completely and totally on me. Here's the headline. Uh, women attempt to explain what sex feels like for them. Yeah, that is kind of a weird thing to have to explain, right? Well, they use that one word that you and I, the, the F word that you and I hate so much. Uh, it rears its disgusting head multiple times. <sighs> foreplay. You're going to see the word foreplay popping up here quite a bit. Um, one woman says, uh, yeah, it feels pretty good. It just doesn't get, oh, oh uh, vaginal sex. It, it feels good, but it doesn't get me an orgasm. You know why, Warren? Because it's a myth. The female orgasm doesn't exist. That's why she never gets there. She's been taught to run after this carrot that she's never going to catch. That's crazy how they do that. That's me. That's cruel to do to women. I think between this podcast and the last one, I read that 70% of women globally can't get off that way. Just vaginal sex? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's true. I think the number is actually higher than that. Uh, so foreplay, they say, communication is needed. Uh, you need to stimulate everything. If, if you want me to finish, it just can't be vaginal sex. Uh, it's like playing a one-man band. Yeah, like you're, Mary Poppins when uh, Dick Van Dyke is walking around with the drum, the trumpet, the trombone. Yeah, you got the cymbal you know, shoved up your fanny, and you're trying to walk and clap it at the same time. You're like, this is too much. One woman says, having sex is like riding a unicorn while the sun sets over the ocean's horizon, and Morgan Freeman is narrating the entire thing. I clearly have never met this woman before. Um, one wife, yes, a wife says, so what does sex feel like from your point of view? This woman says, it's like my husband makes my pussy see stars. Man, who are, these, who are these complimentary women yeah. and where do you find one? Uh, this, uh, she says, it's all very wet and warm. The steady pleasure I get while I'm being penetrated 
My clit is getting attention as uh, the tingling warmth that spreads throughout me. She said, uh, She said, yeah, the sensation building inside me is like a rubber band that's getting stretched to its limits and then it stu- it suddenly snaps. Huh. Well, that doesn't seem fair at all. I would feel bad too if somebody asked me. I'd be like, feels pretty good. It's good. I, I like it. It's kind of my, my thing. I like it on the weekends. Uh, one woman says the tongue is really soft and wet. Well, this woman says, uh, yeah, you go down on me. It can make me forget my own name and where I'm at. Again, it comes into that floor before play thing. Uh, so, uh, one woman says, having sex uh, with a vagina, it's the feeling of fullness and pressure. Okay, so now that's what I thought this was going to be more of, like the sensation, because we don't have anything to compare it to. Uh, uh. This lady says, um, it's amazing. It's a feeling of fullness and pressure. We got it lucky because there's even the afterwards feeling of strolling around feeling like you've been fucked, which is another good feeling. I'm not talking about the post-orgasm fairyland stuff. You feel empty in a good way. I just found out that it's very hard to describe what it feels like having sex, this woman says. Yeah, no shit. Oh, this woman says if he knows what he's doing during oral sex, it's the most wonderful, velvety, sweetest sensation to ever put on Earth. Okay. Moving forward. Uh, Warm, tingly, sharp, shivery, and hot. What does it feel like if he doesn't know what he's doing? I'm just asking. Uh... Yeah, he's, he's like a toothless man eating, <laughs> eating corn on the cob. She's like, what? This is fucking lousy. <laughs> this isn't even good to look at. Yeah, he's, Unappetizing. He's like, do you have any of those little corn holders that I could use? Because I'm not doing good here at all. <laughs> One woman says, I feel filled up and wonderful like I'm warm all over. Yeah, warm, wet, squishy. Sounds pretty nice. Um... One woman describes sex as a Q-tip after a shower times 10. Oh, a Q-tip after a shower feels pretty good. A Q-tip where? In your ear. Oh, okay. You ever clean your ears out after the shower? If for some reason, it feels like they're ultra, ultra clean because then they get dry and it feels cool. Uh-uh. Um, one woman says, wrap your mouth gently but somewhat tightly around two of your fingers. Slide your fingers in and out. Now pay attention to how that feels to your mouth, but imagine that your mouth is not only warm and wet, but it's also filled with high-pleasure nerve endings. That's probably pretty close to describing what sex with a vagina is like. This woman says, it's amazing. If you want to do that, make sure there's fucking no one around. (laughs) Make sure there's no one around when you do it. Well, I feel like the dumbest man alive right now. You know, Stan, I saw you slowly sticking two fingers into your mouth. Yeah, there you go. I feel, uh, yeah, it's like Roger, that alien on American Dad. He's always doing dumb shit like that. Uh, Somebody said, uh, one woman says, I feel stretched and filled. My body tingles. Uh, Yeah, it's a good, sexy kind of pain, says another woman. The first time the head goes inside, it's really intense and kind of painful, but it's good. Not too bad. Okay. Yeah, they say once you start, the pain subsides and the heat spreads throughout my whole lower body. All right. I felt financially stretched before. Yeah. That's kind of similar. Not vaginally. No. Well, well so I guess sometimes, yeah, it kind of does feel like, like, Jesus Christ, let up a little bit. Would you life? I need to, I, I'm trying to save a couple of bucks here. It's like the world knows every time I get a couple of walking around dollars. What do most people prefer to do after sex? 
Not, uh, no. hey, 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 not the kind of sex we just read, because that seems a little more intense than yeah. what the normal people do. Oh, uh, like get up, get a Gatorade, maybe have a snack. Shower, number one answer. Really? Most, most people say they're not comfortable without showering immediately after sex. Wouldn't you feel offended, though, if after you got done having sex, somebody, she just got up and was like, I got a shower. I'd be like, I did something wrong. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd feel mortified. If she jumps up and jumps in the shower, I, w- I wouldn't know what, I wouldn't know what to say. I'm sorry that I'm not clean for you. That's as a matter of fact. Now that I think about it, that's never happened to me in my entire life. Where the woman's got on, be like, I need to go shower immediately. It says right here, seventy-two percent of Americans say they don't feel clean after doing the deed. With that being true for more men than women. Really? Yeah. When it comes to uh, post-sex activities, showering, sleeping, sleeping's pretty fun. Cuddling came in third. No pun intended. 73% even say that they use a refreshing wipe if they don't have time to clean up after sex. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, I'd be super offended. She's like, I need to get a shower in. I'm like, do I have, <laughs> am I unclean? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Did I leave some of my stink on you? Yeah. I apologize. You for can that. scrub all you want. You're not going to get that regret off. Uh, 63% of people say they are confused about cleaning up. 65% say they put towels down before sex. Also very sexy. (laughs) We're about to make a mess. (laughs) Not on the good Martha Stewart's. 65% they say they, hey, 65, 65% say they immediately remove the sheets and sanitize any area when they're done. Hey, who are you fucking? You're you're, a hobo? You're shredding your bedding after sex and then, no. That's that's ludicrous. That's so one. It's so much work, but two. That just conveys to your partner that you think that what you just did was disgusting. Yeah, I can't be present in that in that mess we just made. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna send you. It's sixty five percent. Is not like a freakishly small minority. That's most people. Yeah, I'm gonna send you back out to the cornfields, Malachi, because you you don't belong with the rest of us. I know that women like to get up and and go pee to avoid getting a UTI, but that's about it. All right, here we go. I gotta take a dump. <laughs> What was that kick pig? Must have jiggled something loose, cowboy. I need 12 seconds to, you know, <laughs> empty my bowels before I come back and we can sleep. All right, here's the worst person on the planet. This is horrifying. And and it's not this guy's fault. This guy's fine. It's just the fact that it happened to him, and now we know that it's a possibility. Um, This happened at the Olympics. The men's 50-kilometer... Uh, a men's 50-kilometer race at the Beijing Games was shortened to 30 kilometers, but it did little help to it did little to help a man from Finland. His name's Remy. He needed a heat pack at the end of the race to thaw out his penis. What? Wait, what? What does that even mean? He, it, he froze his hey, dick. It froze like solid. The man spent an hour and 16 minutes. Running the course, howling, freezing winds, leading to his penis becoming frozen for the second time in a cross-country skiing race. Oh, another another guy from Finland that happened to him last year. So this is cross-country skiing. That's a thing that can happen in cross-country skiing if you're doing it in the wintertime? If you're doing it in the wintertime, it's the only time you can do it, Warren. Cool. All right. 
The heat of July. You know, we had this great cross-country event on July 4th. We do it every year. We, uh, that's how we celebrate yeah, America's independence yeah, as we go out on our short moron. I can guess which body part was a little bit frozen when I finished. It was one of the worst competitions I've ever been in, the man says. So what does it mean when you're... What happens when your dick freezes? He says it was just about battling through. So you know at the time that your pecker is freezing. What do we all know You're about? You're like, oh, my pecker's a little chilly right now, but I would never guess that it was freezing. What do we all know about frostbite, man? If you, like, your fingers get frozen, there's a chance that it doesn't come back. Right. Like, and they got to come, like, it might freeze and just fall off. Yeah, they say organizers worried about frostbite during Saturday's race. It was delayed by an hour and shortened, uh, uh, the race was shortened. Thin suits, underlayers worn by racers, as long as plasters to cover their faces and their ears offered little protection because it was so damn cold and windy. The scary thing about that is when you're outside, even if you're underdressed, if you're radiating that kind of body heat and you yeah. still can't keep yourself warm. Yeah, because you're working and you're working. and Yeah, like you go out and blow snow, you just walk by in the snowblower, and after about 20 minutes, you're roasting. And this dude's penis froze, and it's the second time that it has happened. That's awful. After the first time, I'd probably hang out my cross-country skis. I'm going to think about that every time I go outside when it's snowy and it's cold in the 20. I, well, I hope my I hope my dog doesn't freeze. All right, so there you go. There's the worst person. I'm going to think about that way more than I probably should. Does it, is it like does it get discolored? Is it like a freezer burn situation? Is there a penis mitten that I can put it in to keep it oh, you know warm yeah. and cozy? Can I get one of those little heat packs to put in there that I could break open? That's what I think would be the smart play. Right. Like those toe warmers, only it's for your under your, your balls. Right. Yeah, there you go. There's your worst person. All right. I can't take a piss until it thaws. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like you got to run like a little pencil-thin stream out of that end of your penis all night when it's that cold and windy. <laughs> Otherwise, your pipe will freeze. Let it drip. Yeah. <laughs> That stinks. Like, man, I, my pants are so wet all the time because I can't turn this faucet off because my pipe might freeze. You got to keep things moving. And don't forget to call 411 before you dig. Hey, I also like the fact that this guy decided to not only, you know. Hey, I wouldn't fucking tell anybody. Fuck no. <laughs> you have a limp. Yeah, it's a cramp. Yeah, it's a cramp. It's not frozen yeah. penis? No, yeah. it's not frozen penis. Oh, my, my cock froze twice yeah. now. Yeah, my name's uh, whatever his name is. Like, I'm the guy with the frozen dick. Who do you dream this stuff up, a frozen penis? Get out of here. I just got a cramp. I've, I've skied on it wrong. Leave me alone. All right, there's your worst person. Thanks for checking out the podcast today. It's always a good time. Uh, you can stay up to date all things JLNK, including all past episodes of the podcast, all the social media stuff, everything you need. Just head over to JLNKshow.com. And yeah, we'll see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.